I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Pro Wrestling Show in association with TalkSport and a very special edition of the show with three I guess mystery guests in studio. You're going to find out who they are in about 30 seconds' time. But we are here to announce the competitors for the Natural Progression Series for 2019. Progress Wrestling doing all of the tournament in a single day. The names that have been and gone before are the who's, what's and where's of British wrestling. And, well, maybe we've got the future in the studio with us today. This is the Pro Wrestling Show. Okay, welcome to the Pro Wrestling Show. It's just me today. No John, no Al, because they couldn't be asked to work late. Uh, So we have three men in the studio who are going to be taking part in this year's Natural Progression Series. Absolutely delighted to be hooking up directly with Progress Wrestling to make this exclusive announcement for you on the show, on the TalkSport website, who's going to be taking part in this. If you're not familiar with the Natural Progression Series, it's, I guess, like the Super Strong Style 16 for the up-and-coming guys. And people have been involved in this tournament before. We're talking about Will Ospreay, Eddie Dennis, Paul Robinson, Zach Gibson, Pete Dunn, Chuck Mambo, Tyler Bate. And that's not even looking at the winners of this tournament in the past. Mark Andrews, Flash Morgan Webster, William Eva, Tony Storm, and they did the inaugural women's tournament to win the title. And last year, Mark Davis, who went on to have that phenomenal TLC match with Will Ospreay and Paul Robinson to win the titles off the back of the title shot he won in the Natural Progression series. So, without further ado, here are the first five names for this year's tournament. We've got Gene Money, nominated... Oh, everyone, by the way, this year is nominated by somebody currently in the company. So Gene Money, nominated by William Eva. It was obviously the winner of the third Natural Progression series. We've got Cara Noir, nominated by Chris Brooks in No Way. A surprise, I'm guessing. Uh, that one, we've got Scotty Davis, nominated by Jordan Devlin. Uh, Dan Maloney, if you saw his work in Fight Club Pro at DTTI, uh, it's no surprise again to hear that Trent Seven is the man that's put him forward. And, uh, well, Volta had to get in there and make a nomination of his own. Vite Muller It's the one person on this list that I have never seen before, have no context about, but I'm sure it's going to be exciting. So, that's five of your eight. You're already pretty pumped and pretty excited, I imagine. Let's get to the three men who are joining us in studio. To pick an order here is a little bit... Yeah, there we go. I'm being told by... One of the three to go the other way around. So we will kick off by the man nominated by last year's winner, Mark Davis. Danny Duggan is with us in the studio. Danny, how are we doing, sir? Uh, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. How hyped are you to be in Natural Progression Series? Uh, I think hyped to be an understatement. I have been thinking about the Natural Progression Series every single day since I lost to Mark Davis. Uh, this consumes me. It eats me alive. And I've been training for this. I'm ready for this. The difference with Danny is that you took part in last year's tournament, semi-finalist, and this was when they were still doing them as the, as the dark matches before the chapter shows at Camden. So we got to see you a couple of times in action. So you lose to the eventual winner, but another chance to have a crack. Absolutely, absolutely. I think the, the MPS is the, the gateway to what makes the next British wrestling star. Um, everyone who's gone on has gone on to see great success, get themselves on the main progress shows and see, see themselves in the title picture. Um, for me, I think the next step for Danny Duggan is to win the MPS, right the wrong, and don't make the same mistake twice. Well, we'll be getting more to Danny, and we'll be talking to all of the guys as we go through. Let's move on along the line as we're joined by the heavy hitter, 
Ma- is it Malik or Malik? Because I've never actually Malik. known. Malik. Malik. It is Malik, yes, it which is, is what Malik, I was going to yes. go with, but I just wanted to make sure. Uh, nominated by Paul Robinson. We've seen you plenty yeah. in the likes of Frontline. So, again, no surprise to see Paul Robinson as the man. Uh, like, having got to know Robbo a little bit over the last couple of years, is it almost a little bit terrifying that that's who's put you forward for this? I mean, yeah, to some degree, because <laughs> that's just Robinson in a nutshell. He's a scary, scary individual. But uh, that being said, I mean... When I found out I was nominated by Paul Robinson, I mean, it meant a lot because for me, he is, in my opinion, the best wrestler in this country. Uh, he can do everything. So even just getting the opportunity to be put forward by him in such a tournament like this, it means a lot. So, yeah. Wonderful stuff, Malik. We will get to you again in a moment. And your final entrant for the Natural Progression Series 2019. He got quite the pop coming out at Super Strong Style for the uh, Wasteman Challenge, the OJMO himself. Uh, Michael Oku is with us. Michael, how are we doing, sir? Doing great. Doing great. You've just sat there nodding and looking really pleased with every name I've mentioned, with every person we've gone through that's been in this tournament in the past. Because not only um, are you making such great points of the who's who of who's been in the tournament but also the names of the people that you just said are in this year's tournament i'm so excited to you know get in the ring with them many of which i've already gotten in the ring with in the past but i'm ready to do it on a huge stage i mentioned it i mean we haven't mentioned you were nominated by david Starr, the winner of super strong style 16 and we've Mm -hmm. seen you in your we are independent t-shirts we know that we've got um uh, James and David coming in the studio come July the 4th. Is there anything you can tell us about what's coming next month or are you as sworn to secrecy as everyone else seems to be? Um, something, something, rocket ship, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's the most I can say. Uh, well, look, we'll we'll get into the, the, the who's, the what's, the words of each of your individual careers, but we mentioned what this natural progression series means. Just for people who might not be familiar with each of you guys, Danny, we'll start with you. What involvement have you had with, with Progress in particular in the past and what does it mean coming, getting involved with this company at this point? Uh, I'd say for me, I've never really had the opportunity until last year to cement who I am and exactly what I do in the ring when it comes to Progress Wrestling. Um, last year, I guess, was my first formal introduction as a singles wrestler because I spent a vast majority of my career as a tag team wrestler. Seeing some good success wrestling overseas, um, Multiple time Former tag team IPW champion. IPW champion, right? Yeah, multiple time IPW tag team champion. Multiple time, he dropped that. I want to make that really clear. <laughs> that totally all came from him. Um, but when it came to the transition to a singles wrestler, it was almost as if I had to start my career again because everything changes. Um, the atmosphere changes, the scene changes, the wrestlers that are at these shows change, um, and also the training changes because now you're not relying on somebody else to help you through certain tough parts of a match and bring you up and vice versa. Um, so I felt like last year with the Natural Progression Series, um, I have, was one of the few that had to do a qualifier. Um, so that was at Tufnell Park at the Dome, um, wrestling against somebody I'd probably consider a mentor in the business, Sid Scala. Um, so to have to put myself to that test and go through somebody I consider a mentor, um, I felt was the, the greatest test to, to show that I am ready. You, tweet, should... you, you tweeted saying 2018 was amazing, but 2019 is going to be about quantity. What was so amazing about last year? What's changed to this year for you? Uh, so 2018, I'd probably say, would, was my biggest year of growth. Um, I took the opportunity to challenge myself and seek out what was, for me, a personal dream. So for for me, my biggest favorite style of wrestling is New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, I believe in strong style because it represents determination, the will to do what we do in the ring. Um, it represents heart, it represents spirit, um, and it represents, represents fighting until you can't quit. Um, so for me, I flew myself out to LA, uh, trained with New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, in their LA dojo that just opened last year. Um, I was very, very, very privileged to train under Katsuyori Shibata um, multiple times last year. And I think for me, it was the perfect evolution of what helped me find what separates me from the tag team wrestler I was and find my heart and soul as the singles wrestler that I'm going to become. So when I talk about quantity in 2019, it's not just about having a lot of matches. It's about wrestling everyone wrestling everywhere and winning everything I can. Regular listeners to the show and, and the guys who are normally with us will know what a Japan, particularly New Japan mark I am. So hearing that that's where you're coming from and it's the, the, the relation of stars that like you speak to guys uh, like Zach Sabe, you speak to guys like Will Ospreay who go out and have wrestled there and wrestled here and they talk about 
that lineage between British wrestling and Japanese wrestling, and, and certainly the Japanese hugely respect what we do here. So that was really exciting to hear, bringing that, that style over. I mentioned Will Osprey, both of you guys, uh, Michael Millie, you both worked within Frontline. I guess you, yep. you know Will and you know what he represents to this company and, and what he's been doing recently. So you've got this Frontline show coming up on Friday that we're all pretty hyped about, uh, home, assuming this comes out before Friday. We haven't figured that out Hopefully yet. We'll, we'll so. talk to them and we'll so work we'll it out. Good plug. Uh, <laughs> but um, look, what, talk to us a little bit about what Frontline and, and Will and, and those guys have meant to you guys. Uh, well, you, you want to talk about uh, the strong style, uh, Will Ospreay, as soon as he went to New Japan, he fell in love with it, clearly um, shown by the fact that he's going to move to Japan. He wanted to bring that style over to Britain. He thought there was a gap in the British wrestling market for strong style uh, wrestling. The, well, all the, the respect, the way respect uh, is is conducted in wrestling in Japan. And he wanted to bring it to Britain, and that was what he did with Frontline. I went to that front first frontline show in Stratford as a fan and I was just like this is this is it this is what I want to be a part of and I remember saying to Will what can I do to be a part of frontline <laughs> and then he said uh if I'm going to be honest I think you're a comedy wrestler and I don't think you fit the promotion so uh prove me wrong but that's why that's how I see you and so I was like okay challenge accepted and then I had to work harder than I already thought I was working to change how I was perceived as a wrestler publicly. Because sometimes it doesn't matter how you feel physically that you're putting the work in. If they see something different on your social media than the other, then it doesn't, then that's what they're going to see and that's what they'll think of you as a wrestler. And that's what Will saw of me. So I had to change what he saw of me on social media as well as on shows and in matches. And that was enough to give me a booking. And then here we are, frontline the one-year anniversary after the first time I watched it. I'm now having a championship match against Rob Sharp, the way I see it, it's the main event. I don't know if it's the last match, but I believe it's going to be the main event, the one that people are caring the most about, and I plan to become the champion. Uh, it, we'll get on to the social media thing, because I do want to ask a bit about that as well, but mm-hmm. Malik, for you, it was actually through Frontline you ended up working on that progress card. In fact, the same yeah. night as that TLC match, yeah. I seem to remember. And it was, yeah, I, I'm not going to lie, I am, Sundays, because I work here overnights, tend to be, like, if I'm coming to a show, I'll get there at, like, 4.15, 4.20, like, and stand at the back. and But we got there early, and you guys absolutely tore it down, and there was really positive feedback from people who hadn't seen you, and, and there's a couple of other guys involved in this tournament before, and they wanted more, so that's got to be pretty Yeah, I mean, it was really cool getting that opportunity to go out there in front of that crowd. I mean, obviously, ha- not having now done a progress main show, but having done the pre-show, and then even just having, like, the people come out and, like you said, take the time to come and watch and support that aspect of us and, and the frontline brand in the pre-show and coming to come and check us guys out, new guys that maybe they haven't heard of before. And they all got a chance to see us. And it, yeah, it all seemed positive, the feedback that they gave back from it. And I mean, just building on what these guys were just saying as well. I mean, like Osprey has been a very, very pivotal part in my journey in wrestling itself as well. And just like what Danny was saying as well, like he flew himself out to uh, LA. I managed to fly myself out to Japan a little while back just on the basis of the love of that kind of style as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of similarities in, in in the guys in the tournament this year as well in the Natural Progression Series, and you know, it's, everyone it seems is going out there to be top dog. So it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I didn't do what I am going to get in trouble for, is I didn't do anything about the tickets or anything like that at the oh. top. <laughs> Saturday the Please 14th come. of September, Electric Ballroom. Uh, it's the it's an all-day tournament this year rather than doing it spread across a period of time. And then we've got the uh, we've got the Sunday event uh, happening at, at Ali Pali, which they've already announced some, some massive names for, which we'll, uh, we'll get into on the show separately from you guys later. But, you know, we could be talking about you winning this and then challenging for a progress title of your choice 24 hours later, in theory. like If you don't think that that's a thought that's gone in my mind multiple times. <laughs> Not just you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I dare say. Do all you guys, uh, are all you guys full-time or do you guys all work separately? Are you at a point right now where you're getting enough bookings to have to have jacked in the job or are you all, uh, are you all still working and wrestling on the side, as it were? Well, for example, uh, what, wrestling's... OJMO, I'm, I'm going to just make sure I introduce people to make sure everyone knows who's talking. Yeah. Hi, I'm the OJMO. Uh, <laughs> well, don't do that every time. Well, I mean, just, just for an example, I'm, I'm wrestling this week. It's Tuesday. I'm wrestling in Manchester. 
th- uh, Wednesday, I'm in London at the Dome. Friday, I'm at Stratford. Saturday, I'm in Ipswich. Uh, Sunday, I'm in Milton Keynes. Those are all wrestling. So it's become a point where if I'm wrestling, if I've got two matches in a week, it's uh, it's now become a, that's a slow week, which is mind-boggling to me, by the way. That's but 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 at the same time, it just came out of nowhere, and I feel really proud. Of, well, essentially, essentially proud of myself that I've gotten to this point where people are putting me everywhere in all these different promotions now, up and down the country. So um. Yeah, um, I am essentially full-time with my pro wrestling, as in I don't have time to do much else. I always want to know if there's like a moment. Well, you've already talked about Will Ospreay telling you he thinks, thought you were a comedy wrestler as being kind of a moment of change for you. I know, Danny, you were saying you're still working at the moment, but is you, know, you look at what this opportunity you've got here, and I think of maybe someone like Eddie Dennis, who it was after doing things like the Natural Progression Series that he went, do you know what, I might have a chance to do this full-time, I'm going to jack it in and, and go full-time wrestling. Is that entered your your thought process at the moment? Yeah, I, th- I think the key to that is... Don't worry, uh, no one at your work's going to listen. We're not going to let them know you're going to quit your job. It's fine. I think the, uh, the key the problem to with just... using your own name, by the way. <laughs> well, I mean, my, my passport name is Daniel Duggan, so... <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Can we fly past that one? Perfect, perfect. Um, I think the key there is the word you just said, the the word you used, opportunity. Um, I'd say right now I'm in a transitional period. Um, I'm very fortunate that I wrestle pretty much most weekends. Um, I'm wrestling at great places, top places, and against great uh, great opponents. I think now winning the MPS, not making that same mistake twice, uh, coming into Camden in one night and doing what has made many different wrestlers and taking that opportunity reaching the top and then becoming Progress World Champion. It's just that opportunity that takes me from where I am in a transitional period to cementing me as a full-time wrestler. And I think when it comes down to it, it's all down to mindset. Uh, The stage I'm at right now, the way I train, the way I focus on wrestling, the time, the scheduling, I pretty much consider myself the way I work a full-time wrestler. Just right now, I'm not doing it as regularly as I should be. And I think this right now is the opportunity that I need to take me to that next level. What about you, Malik? I'm in a similar vein to Danny right now. It's like, it, it, it's, the scene is at a point now and it's, and it's really, it's a beautiful thing to see that it's got to a stage where you can earn a living as a full-time pro wrestler. So that has to be the goal for everyone who's in wrestling who isn't doing that currently. And like Danny said, we're all, we're all working to get to that level now. And that's the next thing for us. And I, with 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 things like this, like the opportunity to do the NPS, with the things like the frontline thing coming up, like with these major like promotions backing us and giving us opportunities now to present ourselves and show ourselves to a new audiences that maybe not have seen us and um, get us out there a bit more. I mean, it's it's a privileged opportunity, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm in the same boat as Danny, like looking to go full time with it. We're in quite a unique position with you guys right now, in that we've got three guys who have said up and coming guys who are getting into the scene maybe thinking about or just going full time as it is at the moment in that a lot of conversation around the British wrestling scene over the last 24 months or so has been the impact of what WWE bringing NXT UK and, and that in and the problem is is when you talk to guys who are in that promotion you talk to guys that are working with them they're obviously going to have a certain view on it throughout and actually something we spoke to the man that you were nominated by David Starr about is that I think what has maybe been a bit disrespectful from some Brit Rest fans is that when those people step up, there are a lot of people ready to take the opportunities that are there. So have you found that with guys working shows less that are maybe those familiar names, that you are having more opportunities opening, more more chances to go and wrestle on shows that maybe you wouldn't have done in the past? Fam, I wrestled Pac Lax last week. Mate. Oh, oh, don't worry. I fully intend to I ask you about there. that match. I know we're getting there. Pick it up the name I know we're getting there to it, but like, <laughs> as much as I would say, man, yeah, I'm pat myself on the back because that's the hard work I put in. You know, there's also the part of me that's saying a huge reason that that's happened is because of the guys who have now left. They've now had to look at the new crop of talent and who is. The, who are the ones that are ready to step up? And you know, it's a phrase that I hate is up and coming. 
I oh, understand. Right, I've used it twice. No, yeah, I mean, like, no, <laughs> no, I, no, I don't want to, like, it's just because, like, um, I, I understand it comes from a positive place. I hate that phrase, up and coming and loads of potential, because then that talks about tomorrow and the future. But, and, and I, okay, yeah, I'd love to say that I'm the future. I'd love to say that I'll be a big part of the future of British wrestling. But talking about, like, now, I'm, I, I really want to be the now of professional wrestling. I want to be the guy that's, like, everybody's talking about today. This month makes it two years that I had my first wrestling match. And it was for progress. But, and at that point, yeah, you could, I'd like, yeah, say after match one, yeah, you, oh, I saw loads of potential in this, in this kid. But at this point where you're looking for who's going to be next and everybody's moving to NXT or Florida for AEW, picking up Ring of Honor contracts, you've got to, fans, I think, as well as promoters, have, start, have got to start looking at, well, who, who's the best that is available and is wrestling all the time right now. And that, and I want that to be me. So when you talk about, you know, potential, I, I want to be the guy that's winning this tournament. And then you think, yeah, he's the next world champion. Because if I don't think that, then I'm not here to waste time. Anyway, Very confident. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm going to win the thing. That's fighting talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's interesting because there are obviously five other names that we've mentioned there. And as we've all discussed both beforehand and then, we, none of us are too familiar with Weidmuller at the moment. Uh, I mean, if he's coming out of that same scene as, as all of the guys that have come out of WXW and from out of there and, and Volta's personally backed him, I'm sure that there's going to be talent there. But of, of the other four guys who are involved, like few of you will know quite a few of them quite well how like who is it that you are really excited to see getting that opportunity getting that chance alongside you guys uh, for me uh straight off the bat one of the names out there is Cara Noir and like this if there's anyone who's long overdue an opportunity like this is Cara Noir I mean I, I've seen him before he before he took the I don't know the metamorphosis and became became Cara Noir and he was a phenomenal in-ring performer then and everyone was like, oh, okay, well, you don't have a character. And then his, then he he looks at wrestling so differently in, in such a, such a, um, from a perspective that many people don't see wrestling. And he looks at it as a performance. And then when he when he did that and then morphed himself into where he is now, Karen Hawaii, and became a character, and obviously he's still an amazing in-ring performer, it was just a matter of time before he was given an opportunity like this. So. I, I think there was a really good moment with, for Kara as well that um, him and Riptide kind of came up at the same time because yeah. they are a promotion people are getting really hyped about if you talk outside of the big three or four and we've been down and seen him there and the fit is just absolutely perfect for him to test that side of the character out in front of an audience that are going to be receptive to it and you know not everything works but he can really develop and, and turn it into something special i think that's a really good shout i mean he's he's a kind of guy that you can like you can give him anything and he'll make god out of it that, that that's the beauty of, of working with someone like car noir and getting to see him now flourish on the scene like you said at riptide at places like attack mm -hmm. i mean giving this these platforms is is in my opinion, I say it again, but it's it's well overdue. So I mean, I'm I'm very excited about the fact that he's also in this tournament. I've had matches with him in the past as well, where like I I think they're some of the best matches I've had, and I can't wait to potentially step in the ring with him again, especially on this kind of platform on this kind of stage. Danny, what about you? Do you mean to list the names again? Just in oh case? no, I've, I've got them right in front of me. Um, He's prepared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're out. There's a binder. There's prepared lamination for going prepared on. Prepared for the matches at the NPS. I'm definitely prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so I I tend to agree with Malik uh, around Karen. Well, I've I've seen what he does. I've been around him. I've trained with him um, and seen what he does. And he does nothing short of amazing, both in terms of performance, and I think that's a big part of the psyche of the matches that we have. Um, but also in the ring, he's phenomenal. But I guess another name I'd put at the hat is uh, Scotty Davis. Um, there's a lot of hype around him, and it's justified hype. Um, I've seen his work. I've seen that he's wrestling everyone, and he's making a real big impact over in Ireland in OTT. Um, just fresh off coming off of uh, wrestling Jushin Thunder Liger, which is, you know, quite a big deal. Yeah. And I think what makes him most he unique... Just, he just took the pack and raised the bar yeah. just that little just, bit just higher, a little didn't bit. he? Just a little bit. Well, we can argue about that. We, we needed a new name drop. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what's Mountain so Stu. unique no, come on, no. <laughs> I, uh, I think what's so unique about him is it's almost as if he comes from a different scene 
um, there's a lot of eyes on the Irish scene, especially with OTT, as I mentioned, and a few of the different other places and a lot of the wrestlers that are coming out there. But what you find is not very often they venture into England and British wrestling over here. Um, apart from Jordan Devlin and a few other guys like Scotty Mack and stuff like that, there's uh, not a lot of Irish wrestlers doing their stuff over here. So what he brings is kind of like a wild card element because we've seen what he does, but we've not really experienced it. And I feel that's going to make him hungry and give him a lot to prove when he stepped in the ring with us. Right, I'm going to... I said we were going to get to that match. And what I was going to do is for each of you, I went and we heard who was coming in the studio. I'm like, right, I've seen all these guys before, but I want to make sure I'm boned up on something they've done recently. So, uh, Danny, I want to start with you. And actually, talking about that name that keeps getting name dropped, you wrestled on the same show up in Nottingham as that hangman pack match, which obviously got such a huge coverage. <laughs> but insane. you got to wrestle Absolutely Dean Ormark that day, which is, in <laughs> itself, for people who know what they're talking about, mm. that's a pretty cool experience in itself. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to British wrestling, uh, there are a few names that are definitively synonymous with what we do. Um, I think Dean Ormark is one of them. Um, he's kind of like that bridge that's the gap between the old world sports style of, of camp show wrestling, as people like to call it. Um, that old school did you ever go when it was camp show wrestling because that's <laughs> it was a pretty apt description I'm not going to lie um, and he bridges that gap between that old style world of sport British technical wrestling the, the Johnny Saints the Mark Rodable Rockers um, the Marty Jones he takes that style and he adapts it and brings a modern flavour to it a modern twist um, mixes it with his experience in Japan uh, and takes a bit of a strong style element to it mixes it with his experience wrestling with uh, Mexican wrestlers and brings Lucha Libre to the table. So with Dean Allmark, it was such an honor to work him because I've been around shows and he's kind of mentored me when I wrestled for All-Star Wrestling. And he's kind of the person that helped me develop what I consider my background in British technical wrestling. Um, so after five years to finally get that opportunity to wrestle him, yeah, it was a big deal. And he's as good as it says he is on paper. It's undeniable that he's probably one of the few icons in British wrestling still left insane um malik i wanted to ask her about wrestling at the wdaw show out at Carrow road because we didn't get to get up there for it and i'm gonna blame it partially on definitely not going out the night before to watch the champions league (laughs) um the but yeah the biggest show they've put on for absolutely years and obviously a legendary old promotion and they've had all the attention of of late with uh, the movie and with page and everything else going on with that but we had Mick Foley on the show prior to the show itself and we chatted with the guys from there and, and the the difference it feels like for those guys in the last couple of years has been amazing and it sounded like a great show. I mean, yeah, it was it was truly a great experience being there because, I mean, they, I think they managed to pack like over 4,000, nearly 5,000 people into Carroll Road. And, um, you were talking about that's the kind of numbers the Progress numbers. were doing at Wembley last year. Yeah, like, exactly. that is so, That's the ki- same kind of numbers. Yeah, that's, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a big deal. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. And then, like, being uh building one of the one of the headline matches that they had there because they had me and uh my tag partner costa and uh callum newman who you might have seen at the progress pre pre-show he unfortunately got hurt before this so we had another guy charlie winston step in for him and then uh against uh renee dupree billy gunn and grant Holt. you know what a list of names Mate, that is that's the dro- you've dropped yeah. billy gunn and grant Holt. Mate, that, that's 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 the hall of fame tag team right, <laughs> right there right? what's that stable called uh, what, like, uh, well the, grant Holt might just call it the shield the proper <laughs> shield <laughs> the proper shield and that's what he was calling it um um, no, it was it was it was really cool um, being out there in front of all those people and then working with those guys and then especially um, with having Holty across the ring as well and then just having the atmosphere of of uh, the, the crowd chanting football songs because it was in in Norwich's home ground and chanting the football songs like just that atmosphere was insane as well like growing up watching all of that stuff as well so that was really cool and then being in the ring with Billy Gunn and and Rene Dupree and just having the chance to like just look across the ring and think, damn, I used to watch these guys when I was growing up and now it's like, now I'm standing here doing this. Like, wrestling's awesome like that. Like, wrestling's really cool like that. And I'm sure, like, these guys have had it with mm. with the guys they've stepped in the ring with as well. It's just, you just take a moment before sometimes and you just, like, you just go, yeah, this is this is cool. Well, I mean, what do you, when you have a, a situation like that, you said, I would take Billy Gunn as an example. You step in the ring with someone like that and, you know, you're working pre-match, you're working in that. What are you asking him what are you trying to glean from him to to kind of help develop yourself because i can imagine just like he goes you know he must work every show he works people must have a million questions for him but i just 
I mean, the cool the thing about Billy Gunn. Yeah, I mean, the cool thing about Billy Gunn is he's he's he was very open and giving like because I'm I'm very big on going back and asking guys for feedback and trying to work out how you can get to that next level as I'm sure everyone else is because it, it's the only way you're going to progress because these guys have been there and done it so just like going up to them and asking them and then the beauty of it was it wasn't he didn't just he could easily have just fobbed us off but he didn't he took the time to tell us what he thought and what he felt could have been done better what he thought could have been done differently what he liked what he didn't and then that all becomes another tool in in everyone's playbook to now take forward um, from that kind of thing so it's really cool getting in there with him exciting exciting guess what match I'm going to ask you about <laughs> the match I had against Gangrel in New York perfect yeah mm-hmm. actually how was New York how was uh, did, uh, did anyone else do Mania weekend this year yeah Danny Dugger <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we had a match to go no I, I may or may not have roomed with the Ojemo Mm. And I may or may not like him anymore. So. No. <laughs> what? What did you do? Nothing. I what just had a good time. I had a great question. time. In Is it those stonewashed jeans? Was he I trying? didn't have the asses wash at the time. No. No, it just had me in my... What? Right. Plenty of time. <laughs> actually, this is a question. that I, What is the O and the J? I know what the, the, the rest of it's your name. What is the O and the J? For people who don't know. Do you mean, you know, the... the, the how do you know? What the last bit is? Oh, isn't it your name, Michael Oku? Right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Orange juice. You'll never know. <laughs> it's a secret that I can't tell you. Right? Is okay. it orange juice? No. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go with orange juice. It's orange juice. Maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll say it. I'll reveal it on the 14th of September. When you lift the natural, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's out so, again. Um, We're never going to find out then. <laughs> <laughs> Fine words. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, you've you've done quite mm. a bit of work with Rev Pro, and that's you know some of your matches out in the states, uh, etc. With them, but that was the opportunity at the cockpit to go twenty eight minutes with Pack in a match that's getting a ridiculous reaction uh, online from from that performance. So just talk us through that whole experience and how it came to be and, and what it was uh wow uh so i got messaged by andy Corden about the match said this is who i'd like you to wrestle and i was like we are autocorrect right no <laughs> no i said yeah i can give him a good match I can, I can get him through a match. No, um... <laughs> I, I'm calling all the shots. Just yeah. to be clear, it's all me. Yeah, no, no, but it was just like, he offered, He said that this is the match I'd like you to have. And for going into proper story, I had another booking that day, and I was wrestling Joey Janela for another promotion. That was the match that was booked months ago, and Pat came along. And I I, I was already thinking Joey Janela is a huge opportunity, a huge match. And then Pat comes, hey, this is the thing for Ref Pro. Um, I made the decision to go with uh, the pack match instead. And when it came down to it, when the match came along, and, you know, I know we had a 30-minute time limit, I just thought, man, I've got I've got to leave this match with people being positive of me. Uh, more than anything. More than anything. And, like, as soon as we I walked through the curtain, as soon as they announced it's time for the main event, the buzz in the, in the, in the cockpit was just insane. I walked out, it was insane. We're just standing there. It's just electric. So um, at that point, I was like, "Man, I've I've won. I've got my brother in the front row." And I'm like, "That's, that's like the that's the he's this dude's wrestling at WrestleMania. That's the Adrian Neville dude. He's like, <laughs> and, that, and that's me, just a little little boy. So it's just like I was. It was trying to focus on performing to my absolute best while wrestling a dude that I've been watching for years and years. And the the experience was incredible." mostly because of the fan response. Um, but I, I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud to be given that opportunity, that position. And and that's why I think that, like, I'm ready for more, such as the NPS. I like, keep bringing it back. You, I'm just, I'm just you've, got, you've got a future in this, I reckon. Uh, <laughs> um, look, for, for each of you guys, I feel like that's the match we should probably point people towards if they want to check you out. Although, if you've got another one you'd like to suggest, please feel free to. No, I mean, it's, it's, I don't think it's on demand yet. But, like, I'd love, guys, I've been refreshing no, every not. hour. But um, it's not, uh, But if when it is, it'll be at rpwondemand.com. But, um, so, yeah, please check it out if you want. But that's that's the cool thing. I'd love to, I'd love to promote a progress, uh, 
uh, match, but that's it. Like, I've been wrestling for Progress, technically, I guess, for two years, and some people would see me as, like, a regular for Progress, but I've had probably, like, maybe eight matches for Progress, and it's only just a month ago that it, I had a main show match. So there is that thing in my head of, like, man, I want to be the dude that you can search on the on-demand and it's just a library. The progress on demand being is a library of my matches. Like, I'm the dude that's not only having matches, but I'm on the graphic, on the front graphic when you click on the thumbnail. You know, that's, that's who I want to be. And, you know, whatever, whatever that means, if that means that I've got to win this, I, I, probably, but that's the thing, even if I win this, maybe it's not enough. If that means I have to become, again, the world champion, if it means I have to beat Walter to be the guy in progress, then give me Walter. I think that's like that got that was like a that was like that was like a famous phrase. Are we live? Are we live on the radio? Are we? I mean, you're recording this. Give me, give me Walter. What? Give me, give me him. In fact, give me him now. Give me him now. This has been the best month of my career to June, which is June 2019. I've wrestled Pac. I've I've I wrestled at NGW in their big Hull City Hall. You know. I've got. I feel like I've got more things coming. I've got this big Friday show, which is for a title match in Stratford. So I've been going to that venue when I was a kid for ages. Just, I want, give, give me Walter. Give me him now. Think, oh, don't don't jump ahead of yourself. Mm. Or, 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 no, no, I'm singing it. Just just saying. Or yeah. let David beat Walter, <laughs> and then you face him in an all independent. Super strong style versus new. I, you're not winning. Let's move I'm on. I'm not Let's winning. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, it's not Mike Muller that's winning. We I'll tell you that to, much. We have, we have to bring. We have to bring it down. <laughs> you said boy. you're winning so many times. Somebody had to say that he is Mike Muller. Very someone. Now, if if somebody wants to go out and find out more about you and see what you're doing, maybe find a match. Is there anything you'd say? Yeah, is I mean, your... for sure. I mean, for me, like, if you want to check out a lot of my stuff, you can check out on Frontline because they've really given me an opportunity to. To step up and be putting matches against guys like, like A Kid Mills. I'm now doing on on the Friday show. I'm in the J1 finals, so I mean like it's it's really cool to like be given a platform against guys who are up and coming, and then being told right go out there and do do go go put on a hell of a show. So the beauty of it is, is now I've gone and done that. So if you go and check out on the front line on demand, you can go and check out those matches and then see what I'm about. Um, and then yeah, get getting. An opportunity like this, like like what Ojmo was just saying, is getting yeah yeah be proud of yourself. It is true because like, I mean it, no, it, you're going to say give yeah, me Walter day, as well. Is that what's going to happen? Well, at the end of the day, we're all, we're all hungry for, for we're hungry for that because I mean I can see it in Danny's eyes when he's looking at Ojmo and I'm sitting here as well and we're looking at Ojmo say these things and we're just thinking to ourselves yeah because we want that as well. We want that exact same opportunity. We want that. We want to be the guys who are like quote unquote given the ball and told to run with it so it and the the thing is is with a tournament like this that's coming up i think if you look at the names in the tournament they're all guys who are thinking the same thing they're going in there with that exact same mindset so i mean we're we're on mps6 now right this, this is the sixth installment this is gonna like i can tell you now already this is gonna be the best one yet because everyone is going into this hungry everyone's going in there to say and the beauty of it is the opportunity is there now because like what Ojmo said, the WWE guys have got signed up. People are gone to AEW, ROH. The, the platform is open and everyone wants it. So, yeah, I'm winning it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you sure it's not Vibe Muller? <laughs> I mean, Danny, I was here to push for your pitch for what people should go and check out, but I feel like you now need to cut your own promo on why you're winning it. Yeah, well, I mean, I start with uh, Give Me Volta. That seems to be the, uh, the going <laughs> phrase right now. Um, but yeah, as Manic said, you know, each one of us is in the NPS for a reason, and it's because we're that hungry to reach that next stage, to get that opportunity to be at the top of the game. And for me, in my mind, this is the gateway, and the top of the game is progress wrestling, and specifically being progress world champion. I think that's the simplest statement I can put it as. If you live by what we do, if you breathe what we do, then you know being progress world champion puts you at the top of British wrestling, in my opinion, probably at the top of the world. Because there's a lot of a lot of eyes around the world on progress wrestling, so if we're all gunning for water, then I think you're gonna have to stand in line because at the MPS Saturday, 14th of September, check those notes. I'm gonna be the one <laughs> fighting for water in the end. Well, I assume he's still gonna be champion by then, of course. But 
Uh, look, guys, it's been a, a real pleasure. This we could sit here and chat. I imagine for hours. But uh, you guys think I'm is... no. You guys think I'm joking. <laughs> I'm I'm not joking. Give me water. I'm I am I'm so pro John Briley, Jim Smallman, Glenn Joseph. Let's just skip the MPS. I'm not saying I'm, it's a full <laughs> conclusion of one. Give me him as soon as possible. Because I feel like also, like, there's, fa- so, like, there's fans that are like, they really like me. But I don't think they believe in me. They're like, oh, he's cool. Really like you when you wrestle. Sometimes you're funny. Half crap. Now we play. But I don't think they believe in me. And they'll, if, they're not, if a match gets announced when I'm wrestling water, they'll laugh. Or they'll be like, he's going to die. Lol. I'm, I am so sick of that. That I want to just be in the ring with him as soon as possible. Just to change that perspective. I'm so serious. He's had his say. To be fair to him, everyone else is now looking sideways. I can understand why you'd hate him after living with him for two days in New York. Uh, Believe in myself, all right? Believe in uh, myself. Genuinely, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much, guys, for coming in. And look, we will, if not before, we will see you on September 14th at Electric Ballroom for, uh, for the New Progression Series. It's the sixth edition with the three men uh, here with us now. Uh, Ojmo, Danny Duggan uh, and Malik joined Scotty Davis, Dan Maloney, Cara Noir, uh, Veit Muller and Gene Money making up the eight. Cannot wait. It's on that same weekend as the massive show uh, as well up at Ali Pali, which has already got a ridiculous list of names announced for it and it'll over only continue to grow i'm sure so check out the information at uh, at progresswrestling.com and uh, yeah i mean get down to frontline friday danny are you anywhere this weekend if people immediate like right i want to go see that guy right now uh yes yeah, so ahead th- of the curve before the <laughs> tournament so uh, if there's anyone a bit more up north from london um, i'll be in ipswich with uh, dna wrestling uh, and then the following weekend i'm back in london for pro wrestling soul which is a like the perfect example of a wrestling promotion that puts the fans first, the wrestling first, and delivers what's a real warm and hearty local promotion in London. Um, it's definitely a show worth checking out. Wicked. Well, we'll hope to catch up with you guys again soon, and thank you so much for coming in again. Uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you very much, Well, A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I literally feel like the least cool person on the planet right now because I used the word wicked at the end of that interview. Uh, look, thank you so much again to Progress Wrestling. Thank you so much to the guys for coming in. Really great stuff. Can't wait for the event in September. And we will do our best to get the other five competitors in and involved over the next couple of months. Uh, but we need to do a shortened version of the regular pod. You know, a lot of new ears on this. Alex McCarthy is uh, with me down the line where he's just putting together the final touches on the progress article uh, amac how's it going buddy what's going on brother yeah it's good busy busy man uh, a lot going down at the moment in the world of wrestling uh and getting you know talk sport getting to do things like this progress announcement is just another uh you know indicator of, of how involved the the station is really getting with the 
boot at the moment. So very pleased that we were able to do this today. Yeah, undoubtedly. And you say about how involved we are. Don't forget that uh, coming this weekend, we are going to be at uh, NXT UK's tapings, a download festival. I'll be there Saturday and Sunday. Big Amax coming for the Saturday. We're going to be speaking with Adam Cole, Matt Riddle, uh, all the members of Imperial. Lovely. Uh, (laughs) All the members of Imperium. Uh, It promises to be a really, a really cracking afternoon. So cannot wait for that. Um, The, um, the, the, well, a couple of days. If anyone's going to be there, if anyone's going to download and listens to the show and, uh, you know, wants to hit us up, they absolutely should do. Because Let us know. Yeah. We can grab a beer, watch the show. It'll be really good fun. So, um, look, the uh, we do need to, to cover off a little bit of the stuff that's been going on around wrestling over recent days as well, just to make sure that we're hitting all our usual bases. Um, let's start off. And it's a show that I said I wasn't going to watch. And I haven't watched most of it, but I did end up watching the main event just to see what everyone was talking about. <laughs> you had to. Uh, and, and that is, of course, the Super Showdown, WWE's show in Saudi Arabia. Before we get to Goldberg, Taker, you saw the, the rest of this show. What were yeah. your overall impressions, Amac? It was, I would call it a glorified house show, but then it, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say it was up to that quality. Like Other than... Um, Triple H and Randy Orton, which I actually thought was a very intriguing battle, considering the amount of matches they've had down the years and feuds and rivalries, associations. I would argue this is probably their best outing, um, which is quite the statement considering they've been together at WrestleMania and such. But I think only really their encounter at No Mercy, maybe 09, would would rival it. But this was this was a, a good match from them. They and you know. Surprise, surprise, Triple H was given plenty of time. Um, the rest of the matches, you know, the main event that you mentioned, Taker and Goldberg, that went nine minutes. And I don't think any other matches went over nine minutes. I think the Battle Royal 50 man, I don't think that even got as long as Triple H and Orton. So it was it was such a throwaway. Uh, and these, these Saudi shows, although the WWE have committed more time to storylines this time around, uh, in the you know in the build up to the show, I don't think that that actually played out any different on the show where there wasn't really any title changes or you know no one even really threatened to do that. To think that Brock Lesnar, you know, if Goldberg's making two million to be there, you can guarantee Lesnar's making more than that. He literally turned up, teased the cash in, got hit with a chair, went home, like. What a what a day's work for that man, you know. And more than that, you know, the time before that, he beat Strowman in what three minutes? That'd be generous. So nobody is living a better life than Brock Lesnar. Let me tell you that. Yeah, and and look, I, I I'm not somebody who necessarily has an issue with the way that Brock Lesnar is being booked at the moment, not in the same way many others do. And and the fact is, is I think what annoys me and disappoints me most about the show before we get to the main event is that, like you say, glorified house show, um, uh, Triple H, I think he can put on a great 10, 12, 13 minute match now. I'm not mm. sure he can put on a great 25 minute match. Uh, and we've seen that with Batista. We've seen that with Orton. It just, the pace gets so slow. I like a slow storytelling pace, but they're slow and then they're slow. Yeah, and- they started slow once again. It was, it was you know, it was Orton getting his textbook chin locks and, and head locks and all of that malar- uh, malarkey. Um, but but the, the, the final five to ten minutes was very good so yeah all, all in all I, you know, I from what i've heard it was an okay show but i'm kind of frustrated that as we've got into tv this week we've got what four out of the five matches confirmed for stomping ground so far supposedly the next proper pay-per-view are just rematches from either that event or in um the case of uh, of drew and, and roman a rematch from mania and there's not a lot of storyline justification for why these are rematches. And there's not a lot of, you know, it just kind of feels like they're like, right, that was that show. But we've been telling a story, so we should probably do it somewhere where more people are actually going to watch it on the network. And we should probably give people the time and the audience they actually probably deserve. And I don't know, there's the whole thing's left a bit of a sour taste in the mouth yet again. And you know, I said this to you on our WhatsApp, but if if I told you 12 months ago 
that the current list of champions in WWE was Kofi Kingston, Seth Rollin, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, Becky Lynch, Bailey, Daniel Bryan as a tag champ, the Revival as tag champs on the other side. Like, you would be looking at that list and going, wow, I really like the direction WWE's going in. And yet TV over the last two days has just felt really stale and nothing necessarily bad and horrible in the way of like, you know, Usi hot and stuff like that. But just <laughs> nothing new and nothing different and nothing offering something that, that made me sit up and pay attention. I mean, I, I, I totally agree. And, and when you look at the list of talent that they have, you know, the, the caliber of talent, it's it really, you could argue has never been better. So it's so frustrating to see the product that they're putting out week upon week. You know, even raw this week, the opener was just so weak. Like Rollins is coming out and doing a promo that doesn't really say much. Then Baron Corbin interrupts him, and okay, he has a bit of heat, probably for the wrong reasons. Um, and then Sami Zayn and KO seem to be right back where they were before they were injured, of just being these throwaway heels when they could be so much more. And you, and then there's another part of you that thinks, couldn't they be in the tag division? Like, couldn't they be better utilised there, like as star power and you know, genuine great matches with guys like Usos and Revival, but instead they're just afterthoughts in top-level feuds. It's just stuff like that. It just... I, I, uh, the, the reason that frustrates me more is because I've seen it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if it, they've done this role already. I know what's going to happen. They're, they're not going to... There's not going to be any, you know, kind of payoff for, for, for Zayn or Owens in this angle. I know there isn't. So it's just... It's just frustrating to retread that ground and not, you know, to, to lose that faith uh, in the WWE creative. And, and I know that's like almost a popular thing to think now. And, and people will think that any shot of creative, you, you've been led down the path by John Moxley and you know, Batista hasn't had very kind things to say in recent days to Ryan Satin either. So, it, you know, it's, it's popular consensus, but I know what I'm watching too. And I feel the same as you. And as a large demographic of wrestling fans that share that sentiment uh, and WWE don't appear to know how to address it. That that's perhaps even more worrying. They're like throwing stuff at the dartboard at this point. Now we look, I did taking a dump on WWE isn't necessarily an exciting or boring or, or, or like, uh, you know, original thing to do. And, and, there's you know, not a lot to say about the product this week outside of that. I do want to talk some New Japan, but firstly, let's talk Goldberg Taker. There's been a lot of conversation afterwards about what that whole event, you know, why it went as badly as it did. And it's fair to say it was bad. My God, it was bad. Um, you know, it was bad from the jump, which is... is so, so it's bad that you know Goldberg has cut himself before he even gets to the to the ring. Okay, so he's doing his entrance. I, I, okay, it's part of the gimmick. Fine, whatever. Uh, he gets there. They open up with a spear, and they, you know, you think, God, this isn't going to last long. Uh, and then they kind of transition into a match, <laughs> is what I'm going to call it. Um, and then, so where it all goes downhill is that Goldberg hits his head on the turnbuckle, gets a concussion, busts himself open, and from that point onwards, the match is really a non-starter. I get it that they, you know, the Saudis have paid a lot of money to see this match, and WWE don't want to, you know, they want to give this match as the main event. But pr- looking back at that point, it, it, that's got to be it. He doesn't know what he's doing. That's that's clear. He, he he's not in the same room, right? And yet, the, for all the strides that WWE have made in that department. They didn't pull the match, you know, whether they could have in Goldberg and Taker being the best that they are would have let them. I don't know, but they should have attempted to. And from that point, it just became a botch fest that was really painful to watch when you've spent so many years respecting The Undertaker. Uh, you know, his tombstone didn't cover himself in glory, but for the vast majority, there was four, at least four spots I can count, Jack Hammer. Uh, arguably, he played a role in the tombstone as well. Um, the chokeslam at the end, my God, was terrible. Um, the, there was a, several spots where Goldberg was the, the the reasoning that it didn't come off. Uh, and it's just... Oh, man. It, it's painful to see, but then at the same time, WWE put themselves in that position. A c- combined age of 105 in the main event. 105! Right, and they and they paid Goldberg 
two million for that. Like, yeah, when you're getting fifty million, frustrated with the product. Like, you're paying two million to someone who, to without sounding horrible, has never been a great worker. Good at what he does. That's within his gimmick and stuff. Never been a great worker. Never put on classics. And you're chucking what? Like, I don't. I don't really understand it. Like, you know, is he still a draw and an appeal? I, I, it's frustrating for me to be honest. And I don't. I don't. You know, I, I. I hate it that the Undertaker is associated with it. Yes, yeah. that maybe even worse. And I think that was the biggest thing for me is for the Undertaker. You know, if he'd just ridden off into the sunset after the Roman match, may not have been the payoff that everyone necessarily wanted, considering the opponent. But it was a lovely, poetic final moment, and just to keep dragging him back into the product. And I know he's got to do it willingly, but if you're presented the kind of money they present these guys as one-off special events, it's very difficult to turn that down. Um, Look, let's uh, let's turn our attention to uh, New Japan briefly uh, before we sign off. We will do to, to be positive on WWE. Two great shows coming up tonight uh, on the network, which we'll talk about when we do our download show on NXT UK. You've got uh, British Strong Style going up against Imperium in the big main event there, and in NXT you've got uh, the big. There's a big tag match uh, with uh, Danny Burch and Only Larkin going up against the Undisputed Era. Whilst you've got um, uh, the the big uh, there's the the submission match in the main event, Kushida uh, and Drew Gulak. So th- th- there's still that some. That will be awesome. That yeah. will be awesome. So there's some great wrestling out there from WWE. There is still some real positives. Let's not just be negative Nancy's about all of it. Um, We don't need to pour over the entire Dominion card. It's a fair few days ago now. It's worth just highlighting. Again, a great show. Again, Will Ospreay pretty much stealing the show. I'd in fact say that I thought that was my match of the night and only him and Dragon Lee probably only falling short of his match to win Best of the Super Juniors by the, the tiniest of margins. But it was great top to bottom. Taichi against uh, Tomohiro Ishii was fantastic. Uh, I thought that the Naito and Ibushi absolutely tore it up again, as good as their match in New York. Uh, Okada, Jericho, very different match as it has been with Jericho throughout his time there. Maybe not to the level that... Well, definitely not to the level that we've seen Okada reach, maybe not to the level that Jericho can reach, but still a very worthy and involved main event with a finish that New Japan generally don't do for their main events. They don't do a finish which feeds into a storyline and we're set up for Tanahashi Jericho going forward, which, again, insanely exciting. I thought the biggest thing from the night is actually the G1 starting next month. Well, I was about to say this. Are we right in thinking that Moxley and Osprey are both confirmed for the G1. Well, no one's technically confirmed, I don't think, but Moxley said he wanted in the G1 at Dominion. Osprey said he wanted in the G1. Shingo has said he wanted in the G1, who faced Osprey in that match uh, yeah. at the Best of the Super Juniors and is, you know, only one loss in 98 matches now in New Japan. And and bigger than all of that for a lot of, of wrestling fans is former Noah superstar and, and unfortunately a man who, who his career in WWE, thanks to injury, never really took off. But Kenta coming to New Japan, a move that a lot of people thought yeah. he might make after Noah and, t- and entering himself into the G1 with the quality of the rest of the wrestling top to bottom there, whether it's guys like Zack Sabre Jr., Okada, Tanahashi, all those guys that will appear in this tournament, it looks like the most stacked card they've ever had. And that is saying something for a tournament which always seems stacked. So go and subscribe, go and watch it, because the New Japan stuff is, is nailing it right now in the ring um, uh, in a way that you know I, I, it rarely has done in a consistent level in any promotion for years. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you can deny if you look just the Dominion is. I, I think this is fair to say it's essentially like WWE SummerSlam, so it's like the second top event of the year behind Wrestle Kingdom for them. But the G One in itself, uh, a bit like the J Cup, which I see is making a return. By the mm-hmm. way, um, the G One itself is a standard. Is a although it feeds into Wrestle Kingdom, it, it's a standalone event that the whole world now is kind of gravitating to. You don't just have to be a Japan fan. People who just want to see good wrestling are tuning into the G1. And then now, as we've mentioned, there are more reasons than ever for fans like us in the UK and the US to check out the G1 uh, Climax. And, you know, w- when those blocks get released, there are sure as hell going to be some really, really exciting matches for people to get involved with. Uh, and to be honest, like it, it, for me, 
this is the most excited I've ever been about New Japan. And I know that they had Jericho and um, Omega the other year and Okada Omega. Although, and that was a great time. But right now, when I'm looking at the talent and the quality of the matches, I'm thinking, uh, you know, and maybe it's got something to do with how I'm feeling about WWE to a degree, main roster-wise. I, I just, I just really excited about it. That the action is, it speaks for itself. And, and when you consider that they've lost all of the talent they have to AEW, all of the guys from the that version of the Bullet Club, you know, this was meant to be a down period for the company, yeah. and it really hasn't ended up being. So that's brilliant. Look, normally at the end here for people who are maybe new listeners, we'd go through all the indie shows coming up in the UK this week. Uh, Frontline on Friday with Will Ospreay's Q and A, and you heard us talk with that with um, with Malik and, and Ojmo and those guys earlier and they told you a few of the other shows going on around the uk this weekend where you can see them so those are the ones we'd like to promote uh, but as always if you're going to a show this weekend at pro wrestle show on twitter at pro wrestle show on instagram talksport.com forward slash wwe to find the fine writing of alex mccarthy and uh, otherwise we sign off and say thank you for listening if you're a new listener hope you subscribe and rate and review and all the good stuff and uh, yeah let's keep uh, let's keep this thing hot cheers out Thank you very much, Will. See you later, guys. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 